You're listening to me, Josie, aka Josie Lifts Things, and this is my podcast, Josie Talks About Things, where I talk about all things and the things people don't talk about. Welcome to me. Welcome. Welcome. <laughs> oh, that's the intro. Yeah, I just don't know what to say anymore. Like, mm. welcome back. I, I don't know. Welcome if you're new here. <laughs> Hello. Um, so today, my name's Josie, if you don't know me, um, also known as at Josie Lifts Things. Um, but this is Josie Talks About Things. This is my podcast. I'm off track already. It's the first 30 seconds. Um, but yeah, hello. How you going? How, how is everything today? Hope you're well. Um, my partner, Michael, is here today. Boyfriend, partner, whatever you want to say. Hello. Hey. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Um, today, uh, we're going to do something different, which is pretty cool. I like different things. Mm. Um, we're going to talk about, um, we're going to do advice. So I asked on my podcast and my normal Instagram page, like to give me your situations or your problem. And then I'm going to give you, we're going to talk about it, like give you our advice or our thoughts or whatever you want to say from there. So this is your submissions, I guess. This Mm. is literally like, I'm going to solve your problems today. All right. Yeah. (laughs) No, I'm just going to give you advice. This is not professional advice. I'm not, I'm not a professional like whatsoever. Like no part of me knows what to say in any situation. (laughs) So I don't know how much you'd take in my, with a grain of, no, with a bag of salt. Let's just the, take... The Josie Talks About Things podcast takes no responsibility <laughs> no for the outcomes of what happens here. Um, <laughs> like, entertainment purposes only. I, I'm like you. You're like a psychologist. No, I'm not. <laughs> well, we're probably the two most unqualified people. I have a psychology degree. Oh, well, see? Psychology... No? But I didn't do anything with it. Yeah, right. Okay. I didn't do anything with anything. I, I didn't do... did essays and drank beers for four years. Yeah, right. Yeah. Explains a lot. No, yeah. Jamie. <laughs> All right, okay. So we're going to start this with our recommendation. Um, look, I honestly don't have much to recommend to you this week or day or whatever, how often, often I'm doing podcasts because we're still watching Breaking Bad. And that, we was, are. that was my recommendation. But we're really close to the end. Yes, we are in the last season. And um, I mean, I'd recommend it again. I really like it. Oh, it's totally worth it. But I want to see what happens at the end. We're so close. We are so close. You fell asleep last night. So I'm two episodes in front of you because I kept watching. And I normally don't do that. I normally turn it off. But it was really juicy. It's one of those shows that, that if you watch for 10 minutes longer than the other person, something's going to happen that hooks yeah. you in to keep watching. Yeah, I couldn't stop last time. I normally can. But last night I was just like, I can't stop watching. Yeah, yeah. And But we'll rewatch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah we'll yeah. be fine. Anyway, so I still recommend that. The other thing I guess I recommend, I guess, shameless plug here is my TikTok. So I have a lockdown tradition. Um, last lockdown, I started my TikTok after saying I'll never start TikTok. Um, and now it's lockdown again. I'm just going to re-recommend it because I've re-revived it. It's Josie's TikTok 2.0. And it's just at Josie Lifts Things, like everything else. So go check me out. Yeah. Yeah. What's your recommendation? Um, I'm watching the Olympics literally right now. <laughs> no, nah, I don't care about. I, it, yeah, you can't say you don't like the Olympics. No, I don't. You've, you've watched the the basketball with me. <laughs> you've watched a bit of the football with me. Now nah, look, go Australia. That's all I have to say. Yeah, I don't really care yeah. either way. I don't like like I don't really like like the individual sports like the swimming and the no like, whatever. Like, you do like basketball. The team sports I like. Yeah, yeah. I mean, athletics. Running's not a sport. I mean, yeah. Anyway, running's not a sport. <laughs> it's an activity. It's an activity. <laughs> Same as swimming. It's not a sport. It's a life skill. Actually, that's a really good question. Should we debate that? No. <laughs> um, okay. So real quick before we get into your situations and we give you advice. I watched the Love is Blind reunion thing last night. Sure. 
And I'm just going to explain to you what happened in it that I... I would just want your opinion. I am cynical of these sorts of shows, but we'll just we'll just go. No, a hundred percent. I I honestly recommend they did it for the views and the drama. Like I think oh, it was all, set up. Is it what, is it a Netflix show? Yeah. Like all those like reality Netflix shows are scripted. But anyway, go on. Well, this was obviously scripted, but it's yeah. just interesting. Well, I like I like Ninety Day Fiance, and that's mostly scripted. Too, yeah, but, but I want your opinion on this yeah, because yeah, yeah. I won't tell you mine until after. Sure. I'm gonna give you like a. Quick, brief rundown. Can I put out there before you say this? Yeah. Josie has mentioned almost telling me what this is a few times before this <laughs> podcast and what, would not tell me to I, get an authentic I reaction. Want his, yeah, now. I want his authentic, like, first reaction yeah. to this situation, right? So, okay, if you don't know, yeah, you don't, but there's a Netflix show called Too Hot to Handle. Okay. So that is uh, basically a premise where these, like, Horny horn bags. Oh, it's the one where they can't have sex, and if they do, or touch each other, or kiss, they do. They like lose money. Yes, I've seen. I've I've seen some videos making fun of it. Yeah. Okay, so there's a girl that was in that show. Yeah. Called Francesca Farago. Sure. And she ended up hooking up with a guy in the thing called Harry. They dated afterwards. Whether it was for publicity or not, not sure. They yeah. broke up. Apparently, he cheated on her. I don't know. It was like a thing. Anyway, so that's a separate show. Yeah. Now, Love Is Blind came out, I believe, before that. Basically, what that show is, is that you um, meet all these different people mm-hmm. um, and, but it, you don't meet them. Like there's like a wall in between the two pods. Yeah. But, so, uh, but the show, we can see them both. Yes. Yeah. Cool. And and they sort of date, quote like unquote. The old, like the old blind dating shows of the past they used to have. Yeah, I guess so. And so there's like, obviously like lots of men, lots of women, and then they yeah. go around to different pods and then they kind of like narrow down who they like the sound of and whatnot. And then oh, they, it's like blind dating, but speed dating. Pretty much. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And, and, and then what, what happens is. Sounds is, painful, but I'm Yeah. Here. So what you have to do is propose to someone. So yeah. I see your face. This is so, <laughs> so they have to be, like propose. You have to propose. So you walk on, out of there with like an en- engagement. And Which legally means nothing. And you can just be like, hey, I unpropose. Okay, don't ruin the illusion. Anyway, go on. Yeah. So from there, um, they go on and oh, like they've, yeah, they've seen each other. Anyway, so basically there was um, at the very end, mm. what you can do with, is they had the weddings at the end of the season, at yeah. the end of the season series or whatever. And then at the wedding, you had to say, you can still decide if you want to actually marry them or not. So yeah. <laughs> stop. I know, but yeah, I'm no, just no. giving you a background yeah, to, yeah, to the, the dramas. Drama. Yep, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. The dramas. So basically a few couples, two of them. Um, oh God, the names are escaping me now that I'm in it. Um, she is a woman of color and the guy, his name is, oh, I don't know, but their last name's the Hamiltons. Is he white? Yeah, but why is it white? Probably like Brent or something. <laughs> don't say like, is he that like that? That's what, you No, I'm just, just saying like a basic white boy name. Yeah. Anyway, so they're an interracial couple. They're actually really funny. I like them. Like they've got a good dynamic. Yeah. Anyway, um, you're going to cancel me for saying that. <laughs> something else, but they call him Barnett. They both said yes. Yeah. They were like, they were like a controversy in themselves, but we won't get into that. And then another couple um, called Gigi and Damien. Yeah. Now that was, oh. so he at the, um, 
alter she was like she was kind of like me she's fiery she has like opinions she's a little bit immature i'm not saying that's like me well, i mean it is but anyway um <laughs> but she um the, every, everyone thought she was gonna say no like because i'd been fighting yeah and sure. she like kind of like had a dig at their sex life and was kind of like you're not great in bed it was kind of really like toxic anyway um well it was really toxic she's yeah she was, it was really toxic yeah anyway so then she um she we got to the aisle she said yes. So she made this big, like, speech about how, I don't know, whatever it was. It was two years ago I watched it. I don't know. And so she said yes. And then he said no. Yeah. And she, like, flipped it, ran outside. She fell down a hill, got her wedding dress muddy. It was a mess. Yeah. Anyway, so that sets the scene. Fast forward two years, they brought out this special thing, which three episodes, two years like, on. Like, where are they now? Yeah. Kinda. Yep. And they kind of go through like a backstory, show them at their own homes, blah, blah, blah. Um, but then they have, um, they all go to a party, like a mixer cocktail party and then hang out. Yep. Right. You're rolling your eyes. I know, but yeah. just entertain me. Yeah, yeah. Um, so basically the two years on the, um, the Hamiltons have been married. The Barnett's have been married. And then these two are the, like the third couple that like, Almost got married, but didn't. She right? said, uh, so, uh, was the Barnett's are the one that said, yes. Her, her, her dress muddy? No, that's Gigi and Damien. So they're the they're bar- not married. So the third couple are the ones that almost got married. Yes. Yep, I mean, yep. someone else said no too. There was another couple. But, but they're not, they're, they're, no, they're not as famous. Not, not. They weren't as cared about. No, it's just not relevant to what I'm trying to yeah, explain. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Anyway, so I'm trying to make this quick. So they, they, so they've been dating for the two years. Mm-hmm. They haven't moved in with each other yet. And they and she, and they aren't engaged or anything like that. She's yeah. kind of just like, when's this going to happen, kind of thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so cut forward to somewhere in the special, you see that Damien goes out to lunch with Francesca. Okay. And it's like put together that they're friends. Okay. They were very flirty on the date, in my opinion. And, and Francesca is the girl from the Too Hot to Handle show. Okay. So they've. She's crossed Netflix shows, basically. Yeah, they've used her to spice the show up. Yeah. Yep. I, I'm, they did get spotted out in, like, Hollywood because apparently they have the same lawyer and they were both at a meeting together. And when they got they came out of the meeting, um, Damien and Francesca got, like, paparazzi together and it caused a fight between Damien and Gigi. Yeah, but, like... So, basically... You know my view on that, so that sort of stuff. Yeah, but basically Gigi has beef with Francesca is what I'm trying to say, right? Yeah. So, he goes to lunch with her. And granted, or granted, whatever, granted. Tried to be fancy a feeling, yeah. Tried to be all fancy. Um, they did talk about Gigi a bit and like the relationship. Mm-hmm. At no point in that conversation, though, did like Damien make it clear that he's like actually still dating Gigi. Sure. Right. And they were kind of flirty. Did she, but did she ask about? Mm, I don't think she asked. Yeah. Um, but they were kind of flirty, like the whole like. They were for like two minutes. They're like, "You look good," and she's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah. look good." And she's like, "I like your thick thing." And he's like, "Yeah, I've had Botox. Do you like it?" She's like, <laughs> "Yeah, I yes, like." Yeah. But do you know what I mean? Anyway, yeah. it was kind of flirty, in my opinion. Yeah. Um. And so if it's flirty, in your opinion, it's flirty. Yeah. So, uh, basically, uh, he, uh, I don't really like. He invites her, or she invites herself. Somehow, she gets invited to this cocktail mixer. Hmm. I mean, I wonder how, but yeah. I mean, she's, I know it's with the show, but I'm just giving you background. So Gigi rocks up to the mixer with another girl from the show. She doesn't come with Damien. Yeah, sure. Damien rocks up with Francesca. 
And it's like, oh, girl, like your man's ruining all the girl. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it was kind of like Francesca didn't know that he was actually dating Gigi. Did it, Gigi didn't know that Francesca was coming. Yeah. Right? But Francesca came with Damien. Yes. Okay. And Damien's girlfriend's Gigi. Yeah. Right? For two years. Anyway, so look, it was cut and made to look like they didn't really talk to her much. They kind of got there, talked to other people. Yeah, yeah. Um, Damien and um, Francesca went and got drinks together. Gigi was talking to other people like, oh my God, is he with her kind of thing. They didn't really go over to her for ages. Anyway, long story short, when they finally went over to her, um, she was just like, basically like, what, like, what are you doing here? This is my boyfriend kind of mm. thing. She was pretty bad about it. Like at some point she was just like, you've messed with the wrong bitch. And I was just like, okay. You, yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? And Francesca was like, uh, like. Need something for the trailer for the episode. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. So he brought her basically. And then um, Francesca was like, look, I, if you actually had told me that you were with, if you actually had told me that you were, that you were. Yeah dating her and like actually her okay you're watching the soccer and... <laughs> I, yeah if you actually told me you were dating her uh, if you actually told me that you were together like you probably shouldn't have invited me type of thing like i feel really awkward i'm gonna go now yeah. francesca leaves damien and Gigi get into a fight she was like stop watching the soccer <laughs> okay for everyone who doesn't know i know that michael talked about the olympics earlier but he's literally currently watching the olympics can no, you just... it's on the side screen and I'm, I'm, i can still hear everything you're saying <laughs> staring at it the whole time anyway so Gigi and Damien are fighting right Mm -hmm. and then Gigi's like you disrespected me you brought another girl like what's going on he was like basically you can't tell me who I can and can't be friends with I'm you know I don't tell you who you can't be friends with blah 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 thoughts what That's, that's the drama he brought another girl to the oh, okay, mixer okay, okay, when okay. he has Sorry, a girlfriend. I, I thought you meant what she said. Was right. So, so look, first and, and, and foremost, it's tough for me to analyze this because like, come on, like someone from a different show, they can cross promote. She'll come back for the next season. It's too hot for handle, too hot to handle. And maybe he'll end up on that. Like that's what the they're... season's already come out. He's, they're not on it. I yeah, but they're, they're, I haven't watched it. They're like, it's cross promotion for their shows, right? That's okay. My but, point but, is take the, that out of yeah, the, I'm the going, situation. I'm going from the top. Going yeah. from the top. What's cheating? What's not? Yeah, Tell go, me your thoughts. Go from the top. So pretending it's all real. Like, so we'll just, we'll just WWE wrestling this and pretend it's real for a second. <laughs> you know how long I thought WWE was <laughs> yeah. real. We'll, we'll pretend it's real. Same, but we'll pretend it's real. Um, Obviously, it's it's horrific, right? But it doesn't. I don't know people. Lots of people will say he didn't have to, he didn't have to say anything about Gigi because he was never asked. But like you know, when you're in a situation as a bloke, as as anyone, you know when you're in a situation where you you should be saying this to somebody, and if you you make the decision not to, if you don't, yeah, and that's that's the to me that's like. You can say it's dramatic. You can say it's whatever. I think straight away you're putting your partner in a position where you're like majorly disrespecting them for the affection of somebody else mm-hmm. and for the attention of somebody else and to maybe try and pursue something with somebody else is cheating. Yeah. So I, you know, I'm so super relaxed about friends of the opposite sex mm-hmm. and stuff. You know, you want to have a girl who's a friend. I'm not like about to get myself into like a, what's that thing? Polymigonous sure. relationship or anything. But if you want a girl who's a friend, go ahead. Yeah. You know, I'm all for it. We all should have our own friends. I think that's healthy on the other side of the coin. And tell me if you're wrong, but I think you agree. 
if there's someone that your partner not has a problem with, but I mean like in if they're within worried, reason, they should be able to ask. Yeah, but within reason. Yeah, so yeah, of course. In this situation, like this girl had been photographed with her boyfriend. It kind of looks like they're holding hands. She's obviously a yeah. little bit upset about it. Like if you're going to prioritize your a, a friend's feeling over your partner's, I think that's a little bit unfair. Well, yeah. Agree. Totally agree. Yeah, I think I'm on the same so. page completely. Uh, it is like if I walked into a party, if you and I were going to a party and we were arriving separately to that party. Which we would never do. Why yeah, but we if we that? did. And I like, wouldn't the moment if you walked you there before me, regardless of who I came with, wouldn't the moment I walked in, you'd be the first person to come and say hello to me? Yeah. Like, isn't that even though like, it's super weird that, that she didn't go over straight away? And I, I honestly, though, if you came to a par- uh, party with the girl that I'd obviously had an issue with, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't personally, but putting myself in Gigi shoes, if you came to a party with a girl that we'd had fights over in the past, I wouldn't come up to you first. I'd be like, what the what the heck? Yeah. No, fair enough. I agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. So look, it's it's a tough one because basically from from where I sit, I don't see a problem with having an issue with your not an issue, but having a, a worry, an open, okay worry about your partner and their interactions with people of the opposite sex. I don't see an issue there whatsoever, as long as you're healthy about the way that you approach it. Yeah. And I think it's more than okay. I think a, a successful relationship, someone should feel comfortable to say, Hey, I've noticed this or that, or I've seen this or that, or I've heard this or that put my mind at ease. Yeah, 100%. I think that's absolutely fine. I, I don't think it's a problem at all. And sometimes I feel like um, I feel like people think, like you're there saying, I've got no problem with you having friends with the opposite sex. That's sweet, but it's okay to. Like, that's normal, I think. Like, you don't have to. But, but it's if, not but being if you do, toxic about yeah. it. And, and I think we have this this Saying this you thought. can't talk to anyone else, you're not allowed to do this. I think that's pretty not course. great. Uh, yeah, exactly. That's, that's when it's bad. But I think it's super easy for people in relationships to be like, Oh, she won't even let me have female friends or whatever. It's like, well, if you guys have, and also why, if you guys could communicate about it, then maybe she would. And if you can't, maybe there's a reason she doesn't want you you as well. It's same both ways. Yeah, cool. So, so we're on the same page there. Super weird. I think like WWE wrestling it, dude is like clearly gonna cheat. In my opinion. Yeah. So I think I don't like him anyway. But anyway, moving on. So we're gonna change people's lives, people's lives now. All right. We're so gonna we, give. So them... instead of giving advice to whatever his name is, we're giving advice to real people. Yeah. So these are the people People's that non-scripted lives. Yeah. So these are the people that actually sent me in their awesome their like issues and stuff that they want cool. my slash our advice on. All yeah. Right? What's the first one? The first one says, "I'm just too good looking. My missus can't keep her hands off me." Relate. That was you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now I did say on my thing that no names will be mentioned so no other names from now will be mentioned but I thought that I would tell you that one is you um, okay so let's start off with a couple of easy ones yeah um, we're gonna say um, how to stop compare actually you might be really good to answer this one how to stop comparing yourself or myself to friends who are hitting milestones that I'm not yeah um, how to is a, is a tough question um, you kind of have to understand that uh, do you have any context if you want to maybe go to this person's profile and not give anything away but any context to maybe where they are at age wise or like okay, I'll lifestyle wise because I do think that that plays a factor in these sorts of things because obviously if you're you know 35 and, and you're worried about 
not having a family and that sort of stuff it's a it's a it's a different answer to that question yeah i can't really find her and i don't think i want to give too much away about her just in case that's fine yeah so look let's just assume that it's the most of the people that follow you so mid-20s yeah she's yeah yeah so mid-20s for me this is a this is probably a good one because i really didn't hit my straps in life properly until i was probably about 25 yeah and you're 45 now so <laughs> i'm not I'm not 45 i'm 31 for reference <laughs> if anyone wants to dispel this 45 year old rumor <laughs> i just um, give him a bit of crap for being <laughs> but i actually like how old you are so i don't know why i do that anyway moving on yeah um he's like making fun of me but basically it, it, it takes a lot it, it, there's not a race uh, i know that's cliche uh, but you you kind of success isn't um, for me and milestones don't consider, don't answer, aren't success. If you consider, okay, uh, I left school, um, had a partner from year 12, you know, we both got jobs and bought an off the plan house and had a baby. For some people that is like, a, that's like milestones they've all hit, but you don't have to do that. So that's not, that's not success. That's not like whatever it makes you happy is, is success. And, and the milestones come when you're, you know, moving forward in the right direction. So my advice and what I had to do when I was about 24, 25 was think, all right, what, what am I going to be happy with? What am I going to do next? All that sort of stuff. Um, and I started hitting milestones. I bought my first house when I was 25, um, started my business when I left the job I hated and started my business when I was 26, hit some really good numbers when I was 29, 30. I couldn't have done those things without understanding that for me my milestones at that time weren't getting married and having kids because that's not what i wanted mm. so if that's what you want is to get married and have kids you have to understand all right i can't force that because that's yeah. a really crappy thing to force yeah 100 percent. what can i do to be in a happier place where i'm ready to accept someone into my life that's going to treat me right and all those sorts of things yeah i agree with that a uh, million percent work on yourself yeah i also think that like i know it's i know it's so much easier said than done but you just have to realize that no one else has your life like i know for yes. me like no one's had the setbacks i've had really like you can have the same i guess similar experience to people but everyone's different mm -hmm. and you you really just have to realize that it's it's not a it's not a race it's not no it's not a race you um you know things will happen at different times for everyone and this is the thing if it's a question of like uh what's that thing called like progression progression i guess what's not everyone has to have the same one like yeah. you said if it's you know getting a degree get finding someone having a dog getting yeah. married having kids maybe that's not if, what you want to have it in that order and i think that that's okay like for me honestly for a long long time when i was younger i thought that okay i'm gonna work really hard i'm gonna um buy my own house buy whatever age um, I'm going to then meet someone. We're going to get married first. And I'm going to have kids by the time I'm 30. Yeah. And now I'm like, I'm 26. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't got my house yet. <laughs> you know, not married yet. Just commandeered no, one. No. Yeah. You, yours. <laughs> <laughs> I have no kids. Like, yeah. and it's like, how am I going to do all of that stuff with my original plan of four years? I'm not like, you don't, you can't sometimes make them happen in times that you want them to. Um, but also like. You this can't is, compare yourself. No. And this is a thing like be happy for those people who have made those things mm -hmm. like it's gonna be your time like it's i reckon it's a big big thing to be like congratulations for that person to buy their yeah. house they've we, done an amazing we don't get job. anywhere you don't progress in life by pulling other people 
down. Yeah. You don't. You I really think, don't. I think, you know, what is it? By shining someone's light, you're not putting yours out or something By like that. By dimming someone else's light, you're not. You're not. Yeah. yeah basically I, the same thing. Yeah. I just feel that like, you know, celebrate other people for what they've done. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I sometimes see people on my Instagram. I'm like, how have they bought a house? I'm nowhere near it. But can we also put out there that like social media would make us compare. I mean, it's been going on for years. You know, the phrase keeping up with the Joneses, if you heard that sort of no. stuff. Okay. You're, yeah. It's an old, maybe it's an old person phrase, but that's all in like movies and things. That's why you and, know it. It's like movies and things from the eighties and nineties. Your parents would know what that means. Your mum would know what that means. Right. Yeah. It basically means like, when the bloke next door buys a jet ski, I'm going to buy a jet ski because I need one. When the bloke next door gets his lawn done, I'm going to get my lawn done. Cause I, so it's like trying to do all the same things as everyone else in life to make yourself feel as good as everybody else. Yeah. But I think um, what's happened is we've got all the social media now and that's just accelerated so much. You don't know if that couple that's bought the house has put themselves in a loan that they can't afford. Yeah. You don't know that they've had help from family to, to buy that house. You don't know that someone's mum and dad has gone guarantor. You don't yep. know that there hasn't been um, uh, someone's passed away and they've used inheritance money to purchase that home. Yeah. You can't you can't focus yourself on that. The only thing you can do is make sure that you're not doing the same thing every day and hoping for a different outcome. Yeah. You have to be doing something positive and stepping forward and eventually things will fall into place yeah i'm so glad you said that because i agree with all of that you don't know what goes on behind the scenes no like way. um yeah i've had friends that have bought houses i've been like have you done that and mm-hmm. they've had help and uh, you know i don't have i haven't been able to yeah. have that help so you, you know just be happy for people and when it's your time it's your time but and celebrate it when it's your time but yeah. understand that 90 percent of what you see and if you're talking about milestones in terms of like people having families it doesn't, I hope, I hope everyone's, you know, happy and loving life and doing their own thing. But if you force those sorts of things and think that the, if you think that forcing a child means that you've achieved something that you haven't achieved, you know, like you've achieved something great. Yeah. You haven't. It's, it's, it's something that happens in life. It doesn't make someone any more valid or less valid if they have a, a wife and kids or they own a home or anything like that. Things will come in due time. Just keep getting better. Yeah, I agree. And I will add as well, like, for ages, I thought buying a house for myself was like the be all and end all. And then a couple of, I don't know, not even that long ago, I was kind of like, it's not even my goal anymore. Like if you live in Sydney, it's not, it's, I, it it, was, yeah. I couldn't do it, but also like, not then, even that. it's not even the best option maybe sometimes these days. That's what I mean. Yeah. I was kind of just like, you know what? It might be better if I just wait till I meet someone <clears throat> and um, <laughs> figure, your incomes. Yep. figure it out together. Yep. And that kind of put a lot of pressure off my back to just live mm-hmm. my life and anyway so i hope that one, helped. one more point with that just really yeah. quickly i had a similar thing when i was 24 25 and for me i was like oh my friends are starting to get married and get engaged and have kids and getting promotions in their jobs and all those sorts of things i had a decent job and all that sort of stuff and there were times where i felt like i was missing out because i didn't have those things yeah but then i sat down and thought about what made me happy and that was to travel and see the world and do all those sort those sorts of things. Yeah. So then I decided, okay, my milestone is going to be when I I can build my little side business to be big enough that I can quit my job. To travel. So, so so someone else's milestone that you look at, it might look attractive and look good, but if you look in yourself and figure out actually what do I want to do next, go yeah. for that. Yeah, I agree. Hope that helped. <laughs> Hope so. Hope you're happy, sis. <laughs> um, good okay. luck. <laughs> good luck. So we have another one. So this one says, I'm living overseas from someone I think I'll always love. Should I let it go or stay optimistic? It's a hard one. 
it's again it's so it's so so much of context but we will i I know about this situation but if that's all she's told me that's all i kind of want to say just in case sure so i have more context but i just don't think i should use it definitely not definitely not we'll use it in general so other people who are also um thinking that my view is both answers can be correct yeah but you have to sort of hurry up and define which one it is because you're wasting your time and both people's time if you don't yeah so i think that you're right i think that you know there's been all of these love stories to a decision yeah, yeah yeah i think there's all been all of these love stories about like you know i've been long distance with my partner for years and now we're married with kids and there's been other stories obviously where it doesn't go that way mm-hmm. um and there's been other stories where i've heard of people who leave people that they've loved that live separately and then gone on to find someone else yeah. and love them and move on and whatever i think it's a hard one i think um look this is going to sound so cliche but like follow your heart like if you think that's what you want yeah follow your heart but let your brain help a little bit yeah i mean like you're right you have to pick a thing you can't i don't think you can do a long distance thing for like two years and then be like i'm not actually going to move back over there think about what's realistic but also also, either of you move to the country if not then and also don't because you make that big if you decide to make that big move don't think that because I put all this effort in and changed my life drastically, I have to stick to this now, even if it's not right for you yes. at that point. I do feel like if you're 50-50 about that, you might not be as 100% into that as you think you are. Yeah. Um, that's my view anyway, mm-hmm. I, but I'm, I'm generally someone who knows what I want. So that's different. Yeah. Um, if, you're, if you're 50-50, maybe have a think about, okay, Maybe I'd maybe if I if this was the right thing I'd be a hundred or ninety nine one rather yeah. than fifty fifty. Um, but and only you can answer the percentage of what right. you are. Yep. But for me, make a decision because the longer there's no decision, it's someone else's life that you're kind of messing around with as well. Yeah, I I think obviously. No context, so that's not directed yeah. at that specific person. This is a fictional sort of yeah, of course situation. So I don't really know the context. So. Yeah, I think that you should obviously talk to each other and just see like is there an actual possibility of this working? And Mm -hmm. if one of you can be like, yeah, I can actually see myself moving over there or yeah, I can actually see you moving over here or I can move, like you have to figure that out. And if, if neither of you, like if, I don't know, you move to a country I don't ever want to live to, maybe it wouldn't work because I I don't, I don't want to live there. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, well, some business stuff in the Middle East. If I go over there, you've maybe not somewhere you want to live. That's a decision you make as a couple. Yeah. What happens next? I just think you should talk to um, each other and just just see if it's something that's actually viable. Um, mm-hmm. And then if you want to put in the effort, because long distance, I couldn't do it. So Long distance is so tough, yeah. especially if you don't have a like an end goal. Yeah, if exactly. If you're just existing. Yeah. Then maybe think about, you know. And I reckon as well, like, again, I've never been in like a long distance. I don't know. But maybe make a timeline. Kinda. Sort of, yeah. I guess you live a couple of hours away. Um, but maybe make a timeline. Like if you can commit to moving here or there, be like, okay, by this time we should uh, maybe think about doing this. And then maybe by two years we would have moved over. And, and that may, I guess that gives you something to look forward to yeah. um, in that regard. Cool but work. yeah, talk to each other and see if it's even possible. And I'd probably avoid um, if, if you regularly holiday to see each other or vacation to see each other. I'd probably avoid going through the same cycle again because at the end of it, you just end up back at square one. They what, so you don't think they should visit, visit, visit each other? Visit each other, but the conversation has to start about whether or not 
Yeah. Because you end up having a great vacation, which is fine if you don't want to be together, but then you want to be together on your vacation times. If you discuss that too, that's fine. There's, yeah, cool. You do what you want to do. Well, I should, but I, but I like, mean, they more, did say I, I love them, so. Yeah, but I mean, I'm uh, yeah, I'm saying in general. Yeah. I mean, more on the lines of like, if you want an outcome here, if you go and do that again when you finish, you'll just be back at the same same place. So it's good to have an understanding. Yeah. Discuss it with the other person. See where they're at. See what their long term goals is. Cliche as it is, ask them what what where they see themselves in five years and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, and then have an honest conversation. But I think at this point. Pick a decision and stick to it. And yeah. if that's the one where you don't see them anymore, yeah, it hurts because you have feelings for them. But if you might, I think pick and stick is the yeah. way to go. And I will, one more thing before we move on. I do think that sometimes the um, best decision isn't always the easiest decision. Exactly right. So and that's why I mean heart and head. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. All right. So let's help someone else. <laughs> good luck. All right. So you said at the end of everyone. Yeah, good luck. <laughs> Let me know how you go. Um, so, all right. New partner who has a child. Mm-hmm. How do we get him to stop sleeping in our bed? It's a bit of an intimacy killer. Right. Real tough. Well, you're, neither... you're in a better place to answer this than me. How? Be... Neither of us have children. You, but you've come from a single parent home. So? I think your relationship with your mum is much closer than me and my own in a different way i completely disagree i've i yeah. don't remember ever sleeping in the bed with my mum. like okay. as in uh, i don't think she's ever told me that was a regular thing for us and mum never had boyfriends yeah okay fair enough like i literally guys my mum separated from my dad and like never had a so boyfriend you've never had to have like the because i've heard there are things like where the partners like where the kids get really jealous of the new partner. Mum never had a boyfriend for me to like know how I would feel about that. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. So, and again, neither of us have children, (laughs) so I don't know how well equipped we are to handle this situation. Um, but I will say number one, like talk to your partner because if they don't know that you think it's a problem, then it's a, you know, you should probably chat to um, him or her and just say, or, you know, your child sleeps in in our bed. What's up with that? No, Context. don't that. Does the child live with that parent full time? No idea. I don't know. That's oh, all okay. that, That's all they said. But I do think that, yeah, the first step is obviously to talk to your partner and let them know that it's actually an issue. Um, I'd have an issue with it. I think it was weird. Uh, honestly, like uh, hypothetically speaking, like... It's not my, my child. For, for my kids in the future, I don't want them sleeping in my bed. Obviously, there's going to be nights where they have nightmares. That's all yeah. good. But to be constantly in my bed as a person who doesn't have kids and has never been a parent um i would pick them up and put them in their bed over and over until they stayed there <laughs> yeah but it's hard because she's not the parent the, no the... and that is a tough situation but i can see why that i can see why it's weird for that person because they can't you see it you think it's okay but we had that uh, thing recently in in dubbo where you kind of had no issue not disciplining, but kind of telling off someone else's kids. And I was, I've never been around kids. And I was really like, I can't say that. I can't like do that. I can't weigh in on how someone else should parent their kids. For me to be super awkward, I wouldn't be able to say, I don't like this. Cause I don't, I, I, I don't know. But why, but just because they have kids, can they invade your space? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm talking about though, in this situation, like I would have a problem right. judging someone else's parenting to their face. But I will say as well, if you're dating this person, and let's assume You've it's serious. You've got to ser- be able to have that, yeah. And let's say it's serious. Mm-hmm. 
like you have to then have a conversation on what are my boundaries as a step parent or someone who's dating you as a parent what can i say and yeah. what are you comfortable with me saying and if, yeah. but again at the end of the day it should come from the actual parent of the child yeah so i would have a chat to him and just be like or her and just say like or you know something along the lines of and i'm bringing this from the top of my head but hey babe you know love that your child can feel comfortable coming to us however i'm finding that this is yeah. a little bit uncomfortable for me and the fact that it's so often has made me feel um that we don't get enough time together and i want to spend yeah, time with you on our own and if it's a new relationship or if like you know they don't live together and they and they're only you know together a couple of nights a week or whatever you want to have those moments where you're one-on-one and, and close to your partner that's how you feel close to each other yeah uh, yeah it's it's tough even sometimes now like like you're like can we have the dog in the bed <laughs> you know what i mean so i used to with my dog um can't the, sleep at our feet though yeah in the past she would sleep with me um and not every like she started off sleeping downstairs and then when i had the room to myself she slept with me yeah, every night yeah. but Which she, is, that's different that's it important. is yeah if i was she, away for the night i'd hope cappy would you'd have cappy in bed with you did you yeah Oh yeah, I don't need being alone. Oh, that's lovely. Um, okay, so let's moving on. I uh, hope that helps. Good luck. <laughs> yeah, good luck. Have the conversation. Yeah, I think we wrapped it up. So have have the conversation. Yeah, make sure you talk to the, the person and, and tell them how it makes you feel, but be understanding that maybe there's an, a, a big attachment there that you're yeah. going to have to help them break down. Yeah, yeah, I agree. All right, so let's move on to the next one. Um, how do you trust a new guy after a failed relationship and hardcore trust issues? You told me. <laughs> well, I did that with you, didn't I? <laughs> um, I think the number one piece of advice I can give in this situation, obviously I was in the exact same boat, um, as in my trust was broken repeatedly with an ex-partner and now I'm with you. Um, <laughs> I think that it's uh, the thing that I, and I never had an, if I don't know if you've noticed, but I've never had an issue trusting you. Mm. Have you noticed that? Yeah. Yes. That didn't sound very good. No, yes. You don't have an issue trusting me. It's correct. Yeah. So the reason why is I think that you have to realize that you can't make someone else accountable or give someone else punishment for something that someone else did. Mm -hmm. So in my experience, like you didn't cheat on me. Yeah. Why would I treat you like you have? Of course. You know what I mean? I, I, I do also think it's important to define what parts, except for the cheating, but what parts of the previous partner gave you insecurities about those sorts of things like as well, like behavior, what type of person they are, what are the values that you want in a person? Yeah. I, I personally believe that who I am and my demeanor and the way I talk to you probably assisted big time with you feeling like you could trust me because I don't sort Do of... Do anything wrong? Yeah. <laughs> but but yeah. I mean in the sense of like, I'm not, I'm not someone who's, you know out all the time, coming home, going on three-day vendors, those sorts of Oof. things. I'm not putting you in that situation where you Flashbacks. do have to think of it. But I'm saying, like, if, if the next person you kind of, you know, dated was that sort of person, well, maybe you would start to have similar issues because you think, oh, and this happened to me in the past. Yeah. Like, so if if you're happy with someone, like, I still did go out and those sorts of things. Yeah. But I... I Keep keeping contact with you, all that sort of stuff. But even if you didn't, I don't have a tr- I don't have a problem with you doing it because you haven't done anything to betray that trust that I have for Just you. That's what I'm saying. But if I was like that from the start, mm. you might have not not a hundred percent 
immediate trust. You know, I might have to earn it a little bit more if I was that sort of yeah, person. Yeah, I mean, in the, but to be honest, if you were doing those things from the start and... And nothing had happened. And nothing, yeah. yeah. Anyway, I think that um, another thing I would add to that is take that experience not as something that you should have trust issues for yeah but take it as something you can learn from and learn how to set boundaries Mm -hmm. so that in the future you aren't putting up with that behavior that you don't like or that you think is disrespectful yeah if someone does something in the future that you think is inappropriate or a, a betrayal of trust yeah set the boundary say hey i don't like it when you do X, it makes me feel disrespected. Um, could, if you do that again, I don't think it's something I can see myself staying in. Yes. X, leave it at that or something along those lines. And if it's done again, they betrayed your they betrayed your boundary. It's time to move on because that's showing you that they're just going to be like. Agree. And I think there are certain things in relationships that it's it's society might tell us that it's it's crazy or dumb or whatever to expect your partner to do those things i think that's really lazy Mm. stuff from men in general i think it's okay to for you like for your partner to text you while they're out and be like you know hey we're going here now Mm. i don't think that's i don't think that's controlling i don't think that's a issue at all i think that's just what you do somewhat like i text you because i'd miss you yeah you do (laughs) but i mean like i think i don't think it's it's wrong to to expect that from someone if you can't get a hold of someone every time that they go out and do things and you've had issues in the past, I don't know. I feel like your partner shouldn't kind of meet you halfway on those sorts of things. I will also add before we move on that, um, that, you know, I kind of, I guess, hit the lottery, lottery, finding you after. Um, I think, you know, it's not always going to happen where the mm-hmm. next person you date is going to be a gem like you are. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I think that... But it might be in, in a different way. I'm just saying that if they... Oh, you might get in another bad... Yes. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. So... You might get cheated on again. Yeah. Yes. So to... Um, <laughs> Michael's going crazy because We just, just saved a penalty at one end and then went and scored down the other end extra time. <laughs> They're the Tillies. Yeah, stop on. watching the soccer. <laughs> it just happened. Can someone give me advice on how to make your boyfriend stop watching the soccer while he did? Let him do the things he loves and he'll support you with the things you love. <laughs> oh my God, okay. Um, so yeah, I just feel like, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm just very lucky that I think I found you, someone who's actually trustworthy and respectful after something like that. If I was left to, you know date a lot of people who weren't that great. I mean, I would have, I've learned my boundaries and things like that. So I wouldn't be with them, but I think you just have to learn to put them in place. Then anyone who doesn't meet that standard, you don't give them the time from there. I think for me, I said this to you in the past when we've discussed multitudes of things, Mm -hmm. you have to find, if you're ready to find something that you want to be a long-term thing, Mm -hmm. you have to find a partner that fits, not try and make someone that doesn't fit, fit. And that's what a lot of people do. They, it's, it, hey, it's normal. Yeah. You, you see someone, you, you might see one or two things you like in them and then you discover the rest of them is not what you like. And then you try and make all the other things fit and give them so many chances and try and change them and think you're going to do all this. You, you, you're not. Yeah. And, and you're not going to make someone feel bad enough that they can change. You're not going to... All those sorts of things aren't going to happen. It's it, As you said, set your boundaries. What do you want? What do you accept? And if someone doesn't meet those things, that's not the right don't person for it. you. Exactly that's right. the thing. If don't, you, if you then, think, yeah, I can, I can let you slide on this thing. Yeah, because, no. no, 
because then they'll if someone if you're someone doesn't respect your and i've said this i think in my last podcast about boundaries if someone doesn't respect your boundaries and then you allow them back you're telling them that you don't respect your boundaries either give them a chance to understand that's your boundaries but if they repeatedly break them then then it's just not the person for you and you can't manipulate and by, by manipulate i don't mean like the psychology way i mean like change try and change them to to be what you want because they're not going to be and you're both going to get hurt as a result okay moving on so good luck this good luck (laughs) (laughs) um okay taking the next one is taking people in when they're in need and they leave your room they used a bomb with no thanks is that really a friend or a user did you say oh bomb okay i thought you said and they leave the room and use a bong with oh, no thanks. Oh, no, no, no. Like, <laughs> no, no. They leave your room, the they room use a, a bomb with, ah, okay. with no thanks. Yep, Is that really yep. a friend or a user? So I will start this one off by saying that sometimes when people, friends go through yes. hard times, I mean, you've said they're in need. So they've obviously come through some trials or turbulations or some hard times. Um, people do things that aren't very characteristic of them. Exactly I'm going to play right. devil's, devil's advocate here, right? Sometimes people will do things that aren't especially characteristic of them. Um, I, when I was going through a really hard time, I cut off like all of my friends and didn't reply to them. I didn't even reply to my mom. Mm. <laughs> and my mom was like, you're ignoring me. And I just ignored her. Um, you got to face reality if you speak to people and that sort of stuff as well. And yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah. So I find that it is a little bit of a hard time to judge a friend. If you call them a friend, you've said that, you know, um, is that really a friend? Then uh, sometimes you, I think you do have to stand by your friends in um, when they're going through hard times. That's that's a friend, isn't it? A, a good friendship. Yeah. On the other side of the coin, again, playing devil's advocate. Um, with no thanks is a bit rough. <laughs> if someone did something nice for me like that, I would a hundred percent go out of my way to say thank you even if i was in a bad place um and i think that i mean common decency minimum respectful thing to do is to leave something as it was loaned to you yeah i agree with that or in better condition or in better condition exactly right or someone's car fill the tank up fill the tank up yeah so Mm. Uh, it's a tough one because yeah that yes the behaviors are poor but the situation the person's in like if they're going, they might be going through issues with mental health. Yeah. And we know that if someone's depressed, the first thing that their environment around them goes to shit straight mm-hmm. away. So there's two ways to look at it. Their behavior can either just be a ungrateful person. Yeah. Or it's a cry for help when they need your help. And it's a once off sort of out of character thing because they're going through something hard. Um, yeah. I, yeah. go on. Sorry. Here you go. Oh, I say also some people are just messy. Like, and I don't mean it in a negative, like I'm going to hurt you way. They're just not orderly people. They might've grown up in a messy household. They might. Like, yeah. But don't mess someone else's house. Of course. Of course. I'm just, I mean, on the lines of like, they might not see that as a problem until they're told that that's a problem. Yeah, so probably talk to them and tell them that you don't like that. Yeah, that's <laughs> no, like set of I reckon again, here we are setting boundaries. Set mm-hmm. a boundary with them. Say something along the lines of like, "Hey, I'm so glad that um, I don't know what the I don't know what the context is, but uh, you know, obviously they've left because the room's empty. So so glad you know I could help you out. Um, I didn't you know really appreciate they're a friend right i think you still have to set bounds with your friend with friends so you can say yeah i didn't really appreciate the way that you left my property um i understand you're going through something tough um i mean if this ever was to happen again i would expect the room to be left clean um 
but again that's setting a boundary if they do it again then they're probably a user (laughs) yeah i would sandwich method it i mean i tried to do that i just put on the spot how would what would you say then sandwich method i would go in and I, i would be nice i'd be harsh and then i'd finish with nice oh i know what a sandwich method is but what would you say yeah i'd go in and ask how they're doing and I'd be a friend first. Mm-hmm. I'd say, how are things lately? Are you feeling better? Anything I can help you with? Are you feeling down? Do you want to talk about things? All that sort of stuff. Because it's obviously been a tough time for them. Uh-huh. Um, and then I'd say, um, I thought it might be a tough time lately because I've noticed that it's pretty messy around here. And, you know, I'm, like it, 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 what's going on? I have to, I have to clean I have up. I to clean up after you and yeah. like, I don't really like that um and then you can maybe throw at that point there um that you perhaps feel like a bit underappreciated because yep. that sort of stuff and you kind of tell them your feelings you're not you're not you're not like scolding them or, or putting them yeah. down or making them feel bad for what they've done but you're telling them your boundaries essentially yep and then at the end of it, it was something good again like hopefully the conversation goes in a good way and then the last thing you can say is oh i love our friendship that we can like talk about that and sort that out that's awesome yeah yep. let's go get dinner let's go grab a grab some food or let's go train or whatever like whatever you do together but i reckon sandwich it because if they are just fragile and done something wrong if you go in there and say oh you're not grateful you never clean or like you're just gonna start a fight and you're putting something what does that achieve for anybody yeah i mean you feel good for like 30 seconds and then you feel like shit after yeah fight for no reason yeah i mean when i said that i tried to sandwich it but i i just mean that i did you did i was like that's what made me think of it yeah cool anyway good luck good luck (laughs) so next one now this is a bit of a juicy one juicy 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 all right um hit us with it my boyfriend of two years suddenly has an sti am i right to go off my nut thinking he cheated Oh, okay. Okay, again, I'm going to play devil's, devil's advocate real quick. You did a bit of research, didn't you? STIs can lay dormant and asymptomatic for like a really long time. It depends which STI, for starters. I mean, true. Yeah, find it does out, depend. Find out what it is. And and is, is it an STI because you've had them have a test and it's come back positive? Or have they just got a weird rash? Because a weird rash can mean a bunch of different things. Yeah, so I'm going to just like, I'm just going to say something. So a few times um, I was like freaking out because I had an STI mm-hmm. and I was like really scared and I was just like scaring myself out because I was like um, itchy and like no, things, were like, things were like wrong. I told wrong. you this before about, yeah. I don't remember what you said. What did you say? I get the infamous sporting one. Jock oh, jock itch. itch. All the time. Cause I play a lot of sport and I, and I, all that sort of stuff and it happens. Yeah. So I was like, like, I thought I had STI too the first time it happened. Yeah. I was like real scared. <laughs> and then turns out I just had like thrush cause I was on antibiotics Yeah. and girls just so you know, antibiotics can throw off thrush. There's actually a specific kind of antibiotics called Keflex yeah. and that's the one that gives me thrush like every time I have yep. it. So, yep. and actually when side I, yeah. note. I was really annoyed at the last doctor I went. One day my doctor wasn't available and I went to another doctor and she, pres- about this? I, I think, think so. Did, yeah. And she prescribed me antibiotics or something. And I, I said to her, I was like, oh yeah. Cause she I went get, to write me I'm Keflex. I'm predisposed to corrupt the thrush. Yeah. She went to write me Keflex and I was just like, oh, I can't really have that. Cause I'll get thrush and it's just annoying. And she like laughed at me. Yeah. I was like, no, I'm serious. Who the fuck are yeah. you bitch? Anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I think the first thing to do is, um, uh, okay. Find out which one it With is. With any situation. I think going off your nut or getting angry, this is just me as a human being, it doesn't, it doesn't achieve what you want to achieve. Mm-hmm. Like it, it puts you in a situation where, 
okay, if it ends up that the that the dude's done nothing wrong, then mm-hmm. you've you just started a fight and everyone's angry and people say things they regret and it can get worse and escalate for no reason, right? Uh-huh. You have every right to be suspicious uh-huh. and you have every right to ask old mate to get a test and find out what it is. Uh-huh. And then when you have a test and find out what it is, you have every right to look that up and see how long that takes mm-hmm. to manifest Yep. and how long it takes whatever. And then you can start to piece together what you're upset about. Yeah. Uh, yeah, look. You'd go off your nut? No. Oh, okay. I thought you would. I thought well, you were going to say, I think, well, if, if I'm like, if I had an STD out of nowhere, what would you do? Um, STI, sorry. What's the difference? Um, In fa- 2000, that, 2009. Yeah. I just decided to change it. I was going to say, I think it's the same thing. Um, that's a, yeah, that's a hard one, isn't it? I think it? you just get angry. I probably wouldn't. I mean, I'm not going to bring it up, but something that you've done... Yeah, or that's yeah. happened with us in the past. Um, I could have chosen to go off True, my nut, and you didn't. I could have chosen you to. Asked, you asked the question first, and, and... I could have, and I could have, but I ch- chose to uh, come at you in a calm manner and ask the question first, and see what your response was, and go from there. And I'd probably actually do that. The only time I think the only reason you're saying I'd go off my nut is because like the end of my last relationship was quite turbulent. But where it was only it would that, have been that outcome. Yep. Where well, where, that, that, was the, no, where no, that was the likely outcome. No, well, yeah, but at the start of it, I was so calm all the time. No, no, I mean like yeah, at the end of that one, if that situation happened, well, ninety nine percent chance it was because of cheating. Well, it was because he was cheating, because he was cheating. But like yeah, at the yeah, beginning yeah. of things in that relationship, whenever something was wrong, I was super calm. True, and then with what happened early on with us, you asked the question, and yeah. we spoke about it, and then realized it was fizzer. It was nothing. Yeah. So I think that just like in Ninety Day Fiance, when Fernanda Banana finds Banana! Um, finds the underwear. ex-girlfriend's underwear in the drawer. Yeah. But old mate said, which is probably true, because I, I kind of sympathize with him here. He was saying that that drawer is in my spare room and it hasn't been open for years. I don't go in there. I have a third bedroom in this house that I literally hadn't gone in for almost three years before you turned up here. Can I tell the story or no? No. Okay. Another podcast. Let's touch on it in more detail. <laughs> just saying and put some that, boundaries around it. Just, just <laughs> saying that I'm not, like, as, I'm not as open with that sort of stuff as you are. I'm just saying that like there are... Th- yeah, so... Oh, you mean a story about similar to Banana... Well, yeah, but also, like, there's just things like what about bobby that, pins that... What about that time? Oh, bobby pins. Okay, for reference, I use bobby pins to get the earwax out of my ears. That is so bad. <laughs> I know it is, but That's it works. That's so bad. What about the time when, when we were picking up the mattress and I thought it was a pair of under, girls' underwear in the back of my mattress? So I picked, <laughs> it, I picked it up, put it in my pocket, <laughs> and then it ended up being one of your shirts that I pulled yeah. down that one. <laughs> <laughs> you freak! I was out. like, "Oh my god, what the hell?" <laughs> this is when this is when Josie first came up for reference. <laughs> it wasn't like this happened last week. <laughs> and like, <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god!" Obviously, like it would have been from before I, you. I know but, that. But like, I was like, "Oh, this is an awkward encounter." <laughs> it was your shirt. <laughs> somehow, on the first night you come up here, you got a shirt shoved down. The... Yeah, somehow. Anyway, oh, somehow. <laughs> somehow. <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> Okay, we're getting off track. Okay, track. Let's get back to this person's story. Sorry, should she go off my nut? Okay, I would again. 
I would um ask, have the question first, see his reaction um, and go from there. I mean, I do honestly think that if, uh, you know, he does have an STI, there is 100% a reason, yep. reason. And, and you if he have, turns around to you and says, oh, you over the top, whatever. You're gas, crazy. You're gaslighting. Think, gaslighting, bad sign. Yeah. But if, if, I had, if I had an STI and I got it, you can't catch him from toilet seats, by the way. It's a myth. Whoa, where did that come from? Because everyone always, that's like the old excuse. Oh, I must have used a public toilet or whatever. That's Who like, says that? That's like a thing they, they tell you in sex ed in school that you can't get it from toilet seats and stuff like that. Because it's, like it's like an old wives' tale. Gee. Yeah. Um, if he, if I hadn't, if I had one and I somehow got it from some like non-cheating way, mm. right? And you asked me to go get a test. I would 100% do that test because I could totally understand why you would feel that way. Yes. If he can't put himself in your shoes. And be like, yeah. Red flag. And if, exactly. If he comes back with you with resistance and anger, red flag. Yeah. Because there's, uh, it's, yeah. Or tries to play it off. You should be able to, uh, you know. Even under- if he's casual and nice. If he's like, ah, oh, it's nothing. Like, if he tries to play it off and sort of go under the rug or charm you out of it or change yeah. the subject, nope. I mean, at the end of the day, it's. It's pretty what- sus. It's pretty sus. And while you can say they can lie dormant, it probably was, it, you know, it might not be from you. It's super sus. And well, you have the right to question that. Well, asymptomatic, if it lays dormant as asymptomatic, you still have the disease if it's asymptomatic. So if he turns around and says it's asymptomatic and it's been laying dormant, then you get a test as well. Oh, 100%. And if you're negative, it's happened very since recently. You. Yes. Yeah. Um, look, I will say, I'm, I mean, I don't care. I'm open with everything. I've had an STI or STD before. Um, and it was because um, the guy that I was seeing said that... Lied to you. Lied to me and said that he was only seeing me. Obviously, he wasn't. Yeah. Um, and so I honestly just packed up and, and, and left. I didn't yeah. have stuff. I mean, Boundaries. I didn't pack up stuff, but like I didn't. Just, I chose not to go you're off. You bounced. I tried to not... I decided not to go off my nut and it was just like, okay, see you, bye. Um because essentially, like, yeah, what's it going to... Like, this guy's obviously proven that he's not worth your time. What What are you going to gain out of going off at the Yeah, fella? but I mean, it's different. She's been with him for, like, two Heaps years. Heaps different. But yeah, I, I was only dating that guy, but it was yeah. meant to be exclusive. Anyway, I think you have complete reason to, but don't first. See how it goes. Good luck. Get, get the facts. Get, <laughs> get the facts. Get the receipts. <laughs> give, give old mate the benefit of the doubt if he hasn't been a susso before and he's always been a nice fella. Give him the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Um, okay, good luck. Bye. Good luck. <laughs> okay, so next one. <sighs> this is funny. How? <laughs> it's not funny. I shouldn't laugh. It's it's just it's funny because she's put a laughing face. That's why I'm laughing. Okay. It's not yep. because I'm making fun of her. But she goes, um, how to keep <laughs> boundaries with my situation ship when um, the dick is good. Well, I don't know because I'm <laughs> <laughs> no no. Okay, so uh, I suppose you can flip it. Um, yeah, just yeah, put it in yeah, from yeah. the girl and the. How to keep boundary with your situationship when the... I mean, honestly, it doesn't sound like it's one that you need to talk about for a long time. It kind of... No disrespect to this person, but like, are you asking what boundaries you should have? Because like, if you're happy... Yeah, good what's point. What's the problem? Good point. What boundaries do you have if you're happy with just having good Casual penis? relationship. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, if you're trying to implement boundaries, then if he's got feelings for you, and he's getting the feels, and he's the one that's that's trying to make it a relationship, and you don't want the relationship, and the only redeeming feature to him is that, well, if you flip that around the other way, that would make the dude a bit of a shit fella. But 
I'm trying to catch up. I'm trying to. So, so, so if 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 let's say, let's say he's the say the boundary is she doesn't want the relationship. Yeah. And he does, and the only yeah. thing she likes about him is, is the there's the sex is the dick. Yeah. Is the sex, like, that's that's kind of using someone because yeah. he has feelings. Yeah. The other way around, where where the girl had the feelings for the guy, and the guy was kind of like didn't put up boundaries and kept stringing her along because he liked the sex. It would yeah. make the dude pretty bad. So very similar situation. Um, if he's the one who wants the relationship and you're hanging him on stringing him along because you're enjoying the sex, make a decision if you actually want a relationship and if you don't, don't be shit. Honestly, so, though, to be honest, if you've said to hit this person, I'm not... Your dicks it, out there. I'm not... Uh, that's not... I mean, yeah, there is, but like... She obviously likes this one and yeah, that's fine. Okay. But if she doesn't want the relationship with him, I'm saying. Well, I just think that you should say to him, obviously reinstate your bound. If that, if that's the situation, we don't even know. We're we just know. speculating. But if the situation is that he wants something with you and you just want the sex. It does seem sex, like that. Now that, I, now that I really think about it, if she's asking about how to put her boundaries up, clearly he's, he's trying something that she doesn't want. Yeah, so I think that if that's the, if, wants, the, if, yeah. if that's the case, then obviously um, I reckon reinstate so your boundary. Good looking with good dick, but he's dumb as dog shit. Is basically what's happening here. <laughs> you don't know that. I'm just making the, that. Like, <laughs> I don't know that. Um, but if just, yeah, yeah. So I reckon you know if that's the situation and he's trying to make something further when you've told him repeatedly that you only want the D, then um, you have two choices. You can either just keep doing it, I think, because, no, she's told him that's not what she wants. Yeah, but... He's the one who needs to then make the decision nah, to not see sorry. her. No, uh, no. Uh, it's up to him then to be like, I'm not going to I'm not gonna continue this if that's... She's said that she doesn't want anything. <sighs> no, I think mm. that's on him. That's on him to make the decision to figure out his worth. And he, if he... If he you know, no. Yeah, but, if, but if you're not, if you're knowingly putting someone in a situation, whether you're being truthful or not, where they keep hurting themselves. No, nah, I point, think that's up to them. Mm, no, nah, I don't agree with you. So, so, so if, if I think, if some, I think if in I'm these sleep- situations is to, is I think in this situation to flip it around because and consider the other dynamic of of male and female. Okay, but if I was seeing a guy and he was telling me repeatedly that he only wants he doesn't want to have anything serious, he just wants to think. It's up to me then to decide if I want to keep sure, doing that, which I have in the past. But anyway, um, <laughs> like I just feel like you should. It's up to it's up to that person. I'm just yeah, saying I'm so come I've been from in that a situation person. where I've casually been involved with somebody and. Well, yeah, takes two to tango, eh? but but yeah. So like, basically, I was in that situation, and I let it go on. I've said this to you before. I let it go on for way too long, where I kept saying my boundaries to that person. I don't want a relationship. I don't want a relationship. This is just casual for me. I don't want any of those sorts of things. And the person kept it would simmer down, and then the the that that thought process would go up and the person kept getting themselves really really hurt over and over and over and then at some point I clicked in my head okay am I being I know this is hurting that person I know that I'm preventing them from getting over it and going finding somebody else all of those things right I made the decision to cut it off and then now that person is in a happy relationship with somebody else yeah that's fine but I do think that like the two people I'm not saying it's only up to the other person I'm saying that it's also up, it's both of you can make that decision. You can make, or she or whoever can make the decision. You know what? 
they're going to just keep coming at me and it's going to keep, I've reinstated my boundaries. They just keep wanting something. I'm just going to cut it off and move on. You can make that decision as well. Um, But the other person also then has to make the decision. This person has told me they don't want anything. Do I keep going or not? It's it's both of you can make that decision. I guess for me, I sit in the position of if you can see that they can't realize that they're hurting themselves over and over and over, I'd be a good bloke and and do it for them. That's what I would do. That's the advice that I would give. I mean, probably same, but I'm just saying that it doesn't have to have, be that you way. You don't have to, but that's my advice is that I wouldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't willingly let someone hurt themselves over and over and over again. I couldn't. Well, I mean, it's just like I've been, yeah. I mean, I was, I had dated someone and, you know, they were like, I only I don't want anything, blah, blah, blah. And I made the decision for myself that I was like, that I'm okay with that. I'm yeah, just yeah, going to yeah. keep doing Completely what we're doing. And then I ended up leaving because I was just like, well, nothing's going anywhere, obviously. Yeah. But I think it's up to both of you. If the other person wants to be like, look, this person's not going to let this go. Yeah. I'm going to cut it off and leave it there. Then you should make that decision and as well. Let's quickly flip There is this. other good dick out there. Let's so quickly just quickly flip this. Is if she's the one that is trying to put boundaries on herself because she keeps getting hurt. But the D is good. Yeah. Leave. Yeah, leave. Uh, yeah, 100%. Because I, there are plenty of other people out there. You yes. will find someone that gives you both. Exactly. And both are important. And and what this is telling me is that she's after something because, you know, Whatever. I mean, obviously, if that's if, the situation. If, you have, if it's the situation that you have to set boundaries for yourself because you're getting feelings and you want the relationship and you're setting boundaries to protect yourself because you know they don't, then clearly whatever... You might be good dick, but there's something else that you want that you're not getting. Getting, and then you should leave that person so that you can get that. And you can find both in the same person, and that's that's great. Yeah, I agree. All right, good luck. <laughs> good luck. I good think luck. I think we kind of both were saying the same thing then, but we we were I, I, we were. I think I just think yeah. For, I, I think we're saying the same thing, but. I do think sometimes the responsibility has to be on the person who is in the position of control. And that's the person that has the thing the other person wants. In this instance, a relationship, not just the sex, because the sex is already happening. Yeah. Who has the key to let that person in. Yeah. They do have more responsibility because they have control. They basically decide if it's on or off. Yeah, yeah, and, true. And you have to be a really, really good person when you have power and control. To not, abuse, people, to not abuse it. Most people aren't, so most they do. Most people aren't. So that's why you find people in lots of situations where they're sleeping with somebody who they want a relationship with and the other person doesn't, but they might leave them little breadcrumbs yeah, along the way. Yeah, but then that comes back to my point. It's up to you to be like, this person isn't... isn't res- but not, but not a, this is the problem she's having. So clearly you're very strong-willed and you know what you want, but some so it, it is difficult. Not everyone can easily just do that. Right. It's hard for some people like to, to regulate that, that yeah, thought process. Okay. And that's why the situation when I spoke about one I was in a long time ago, I recognized that that person was better off moving on. They yeah. hadn't recognized that yet and they never were going to. So that's when you were like, look, I have the power. I'm in the right position to just stop because I'm it's not good them. for them. I'm hurting that person. Yeah. And again, this is different type of person you are. I care about people. I'll care about person yeah, walking down do. the street. I, I care about everybody. I, I, I have empathy. I can't see someone hurt themselves. Yeah. That's me. Anyway, good luck. Good luck. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Where next one is, we have like, I know, when do I leave my corporate job? So there's no other context to this at all. Okay. Um, well, I did this. You did? So I did this, yeah, I guess. You did this. Yeah. When you have a situation waiting for you 
that you don't put yourself in a position of catastrophe. Like I did. <laughs> no, you didn't. No, because I, I have you. Yeah, I know. I don't know. You didn't, you didn't have, I hate that because it sounds like, like it sounds like you rely on me and you don't because you pull your weight in plenty of other ways. Yeah, of course. But I mean like... My house would be a mess without you. No, but I mean like... Wait, what did you say? <laughs> My house would be a mess without you. Yeah, but I mean like I... Uh, that decision for me was made easier because I have you to support to me. Support Not you. only for financially, but like emotionally. To push you to do things, to, yeah. To, to do as a team thing together. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Um, but you're right. Yours was kind of different. Yours was when you had something. So let me just... Give a quick little, quick little story. Up to you. Okay, so I was in, I went to university, did a psychology degree, hated it, finished it for the fact I want to finish it. I think lots of people do this, go to uni, get a job, and end up in a hamster wheel. You either go and get a job for the degree that you finished because you thought, I spent all this money and wasted all this time doing a degree, I might as well get a job, but I don't actually like it. And a lot of people do that as well or they'll go in and get an entry level job and work their way up and then they realize okay i've been doing this for a couple of years now there's more to life Mm -hmm. i think a lot of people have that quarter life crisis around 25 where they're like okay i'm five years to 30 i should have had a family soon Mm. and i'm not enjoying what i'm doing what am i going to do about it or you want that last little bit of freedom all sorts of different things if you want to leave your corporate job because you don't like it and you want to chase a passion um, you have to understand how viable it is for you to chase that passion. If you're 26 years old and you're and you want to leave your corporate job to go and be a professional musician, if you're not already kind of doing things and you're not very good, that's not a great decision. Yeah. Right. But if you have the means to take two years off work and play your guitar every day and see what happens, then then it's yeah. a good decision. And I think if you have um, if you're in a corporate job or whatever and it's too to do like a side hustle or to continue your business. Um, I think a good job is a good time is obviously everyone's different, but maybe when your side hustle is, it's kind of like when you don't have enough time to, to further your side hustle because you're stuck at your corporate job. So that job. was what happened to me. Yeah. I feel like that's, yeah. that's, I think a good time. So after uni, I, I, I ended up starting another degree because I didn't know what I wanted to do. Mm. And then about a year into that, I got a job offer to do a full-time job, did that full-time job and thought, great, I'm getting paid. Company car, paid, all that sort of stuff in a sales role. Nothing to do, well, kind of sales, but also kind of social worky. Um, so I felt happy. I felt good. After a year, completely hated the whole idea of corporate, realized what I was doing wasn't helping people and was just making money, mm-hmm. right? Started the side hustle from there. What ended up happening was the side hustle got me to a point where I was earning the same amount of money from it that I was from my job. That's probably a good time. And that's when I actually was having lots of troubles at work because I was staying up till three in the morning to get stuff done and then waking waking up at six in the morning to get more done before I left. I was burning the candle at both ends basically. Um, and, And my work was suffering as a result. It became the right thing to do to leave. Yeah. So you had the the time to put in the side hustle to, to, yeah. But the difference is, I started that side hustle when I was already over over the job. Yeah. If I had just left straight away, who knows? Maybe yeah. it would have worked for me. Maybe, Maybe it, it wouldn't, wouldn't have worked for me. But I kind of gave myself the security of doing so first. The hard thing about that is it takes a lot of work. Yeah. You have to sacrifice and heaps to do effort, that. Effort, patience. No friends tired. for six months. Yeah. I just basically came home, worked. I just still do that now. I was going to say, what's different? <laughs> went to sleep, woke up, worked, and then went to my job every day. Every yeah. day and all weekends, working, working, working. But you have to have an end goal. And for me, my end goal was the moment the money that comes in from the business is the same as my paycheck for that fortnight. Mm-hmm. 
I'm, I'm out. Yeah. Um, I mean, for me, it was more of the fact that I was so unhappy. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. I feel like I was kind of um, at the point where like I felt like, and again, I, I have no other background for this person's question. I have no idea what the actual situation it's a, is. It's a good, yeah. But I mean, if it's a side hustle, we kind of just answered that. If it's because you're not happy at your corporate job, that was kind of more of my thing. Like, I feel like I was uh, like kind of, I guess, taken advantage of for quite a long time. I wasn't happy. I was um, underpaid. Things were, you know, you know, just a lot of stuff there. It just made me really unhappy where I was. And um, I like to do a really good job with everything. I'm super hardworking. I obviously like to be rewarded for that. Um, and I was just getting at a point where like I needed to leave literally to be happy. <laughs> but for context, you had a former employer that was happy to give you some hours when you left that role, which made the decision a little bit easier because you did have some income coming in. I think yeah. if you're in a position where you have a horrific job and you have to go, if you've got a mortgage to pay, you got rent to pay, you got bills and that sort of stuff, I would strongly suggest, I know it sucks, but kind of looking at your options otherwise and putting your head down and just getting through the day to collect the paycheck to enable you to do that. Because like right now COVID's happened and you can't go do the job with your former employer. If for whatever reason we didn't meet and you were at home, it would have been tough. Yeah. You'd have to have found something else to do. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like that's, that's I guess, the question. Do you... Do you just What's leave because it's good for you? Like, that's the best thing for... I mean, you should always have a backup plan. Yeah. If you want to leave your corporate job to go travel, or which sucks at the moment, but or, yeah. like to, or like to build a business that so that you can go travel and all that sort of stuff, I encourage it. Do everything yeah. you can to make it happen. You should, you should do that. And if you're under the age of 35... Do it because yeah. like, what's the worst that can happen? There'll always be other jobs out there that you can go and get if you've got the skills and had jobs previously. Now's the time to, to try something and fail. Uh -huh. But if you have lots of responsibilities that other people are affected by, or you have to support other people, or if you have debt that you have to pay and you're gonna get yourself in more trouble, kind of, you have, yeah. you have to have a more nuanced plan. But if you're living with mum and dad, or you're living with someone who's working and who will be able to support you and let you try things. And that's okay, yeah. Then leave. Yeah. And then work, but work really hard and take advantage of yeah. that situation. All right. Um, good, good luck. luck. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think this is the last one. Mm -hmm. um, okay. So, uh, okay. I'll read it. It's almost been a year of a no sex dry spell. Yeah. Wife won't touch me. Tried talking, romance, little things. Nothing's working. Um, oh, God. Um, I'm glad you're here because I'm not a guy. <laughs> I don't really know how to help this one. I mean, I... Uh, God. What would I even say? Well, you haven't been married, so... I haven't been married, haven't actually. Good point. Been That's in a, a lengthy... Good... Like, a relate, like what, were you, what were you previously, like two years? Two years. Like that's not a long relationship. It's long, but it's not like long for me. <laughs> yeah, but it's not like it's not like. Yeah, I've said this before. I think I've even. It's said not it the seven year itch which people talk about. I've even said it to you. Like I feel like, um, I don't know what I'm gonna be like in a four, five, and six, when you have kids, seven year relationship. When you have kids, when you're married, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Things are different. Yeah. Maybe I'm tired from taking the kids around all day. Maybe we don't get a chance because the kid comes in our bed. Like you don't know what, yeah. I guess, I don't know what I would be like in those situations. I mean, for me, I mean, I like it every day. <laughs> I don't know. 
uh, yeah. I haven't had a dry, I don't want a dry spell <laughs> uh, as the woman. I don't really know. I yeah. mean, you're saying that you're trying everything. Mm, that's the, that's, this is the part I want to talk about. Are you trying everything? So, so been there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Been there. We'll put it that way. Been mm-hmm. there. Um, and beat myself up about it a lot. Uh-huh. Only to find out later on that um, it was a chemical mental health sort of thing. Uh-huh. Right? Um, and uh, the problem could have been resolved with effort to fix that problem. Yeah. So my point being, um, the first thing to do is to not beat yourself up over it. Uh-huh. Because it's nothing wrong with you if the other person has something going on that's stopping them from doing it. Yeah. Now, if there is something wrong with yeah, you, that's what I was about to if say. you're doing something that you don't realize, if you're not being the partner that you could be, if you're turning that person away from you with other behaviors and then you think like, oh, but I came home and washed the dishes. And I bought and you I did... flowers. Yeah, Why yeah, aren't you? Yeah. yeah. Then you've really got to introspectively look at yourself first and yeah. foremost. And that's the first thing I would suggest is to look at your behavior but look at your behavior in how it's benefiting or making the other person feel. If you're washing the dishes and then turn around like a puppy dog expecting to have sex as a result of that. That will turn me off that, it. That is straight away not a genuine, you're not assisting. I would also say that um, if, you are, if you think that doing nice things for the other person means that you're entitled to have sex with them. Also a problem. That's not sex. That's not, that's not, that's not consent. That's not intimacy. That is a transaction. Yeah. And that's almost worse than not having sex with someone because someone's doing it because they feel like they have to, which for me personally, would be worse. The, that'd be so much worse. <laughs> yeah, that's worse. Imagine, like, imagine like, you. doing the deed and thinking like, oh, okay, so only one person is enjoying this. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> so Look, yeah go on you, you, you no nah, like i don't know it's a tough one i mean i know that you're saying that you've tried talking you've tried romance you've tried little things have you tried asking her yeah like well there's a way to do that too there is don't comment at like we're not having <laughs> we're not having sex why aren't we having sex yeah. what's you know that i guess obviously that's the wrong way i mean in a healthy communicative if that's a word and, way and it's a dry spell of it almost a year almost a year okay so honestly so, that's really freaking patient <laughs> <laughs> no, but made, I, made I feel yeah. No, but like if you haven't, if you haven't even like this is my thing. I don't know if you've asked her or not. If you haven't asked her what's been going on for a year, and do some research about it as well, because, and and I think the best way to do it, and probably something that I wish I had this advice, mm. is don't take it from a position of you against them. They probably want to be intimate with you more as well. Maybe. Well. They probably want Depends. to, I mean, I don't mean in the sense of, I mean, so they probably want to feel intimate feelings for you as well. Like, right. like if you're not doing things that they need for you or not fulfilling them in other parts of the relationship, they probably want those things to happen and don't realize that that's what they need to feel it like they want to be intimate again. Right. Right. Or they might have a chemical thing. They might have some mental health issues. They might be not sleeping correctly. They might be having medication that affects their sex drive. Yeah. Yeah. Which is. The pill is something that does that. Yeah. Which I've seen all over TikTok as well recently. It's sorry, yeah, true. It really is the For You page. So that's but... not... <laughs> well, that's the hard part for me because I guess like I... We um... both have a really high drive, so it's hard yeah. for us to sympathize with people that don't. It, it is. And mm-hmm. I remember I've um, had the implant in, in my arm, which is AKA the rod. This is my third one. They're in for three years each. I've had this one for 
a year and a half now, about a year. So that would be three, six. That'd be seven years of having the rod in my arm. I'm 26. So I guess I got it when I was 19-ish. I started the pill first. So I Mm. was on the pill first. But I started it when I was 15 or 16. It was originally for my skin. And your hormones are all over the place then anyway. Yeah. You're not a regulated person then. I, I will say that I do remember that my emotions were all over the place yeah. when I was on the pill. But I don't remember what my sex drive was like. Like, I can't remember but if... the thing is, you're 15. So your sex drive is probably already in overdrive anyway. Yeah. Because of your hormones. So you, if what you're if it's older, taking it from 10 down to an 8? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And if you're you older, if, if you're going from like a five down to a one or a zero, I guess that's a different yeah. situation. But I feel like... Um, yeah, I mean it's it's hard. Tackle Obviously, you it can't. Together. Yeah, you can't make someone do it with you. But at the end of the day, if it's sex, is an important thing. Super important. And, and if you're not and define that it's important to you. Yeah. And and if you go through all these things and nothing gets done about it, and this includes you not doing something about it, by the way. Yeah. If all if, if everything happens and you've done everything you can and you've communicated and and you've you've seriously done everything that you can and seriously listened and made the effort to what the other person wants and it's not happening then you really need to reconsider because because maybe this person isn't right for you yeah sex is not just this this like for me this is my everyone's different yeah it's not just this um this thing that happens and makes you feel good and then whatever it is like for me a regulator of the relationship and an indicator of where you're at in a relationship Mm -hmm. it's intimacy and also intimacy is laying on the couch and having a cuddle and watching a movie yeah it's a different type of intimacy it it's some it's closeness and it's it, it, it's it's so much more than than the final outcome, right? Of achieving whatever you want to achieve in bed, it's so much more than that. And sometimes you can do things that aren't sex, and it's intimacy and it's closeness. So uh, if I can understand that this fellow is probably feeling it's not really the lack of sex because you can go and achieve the same outcome by yourself in you in the bathroom. <laughs> I'm just trying to, I'm just, no, like, come on, we'll be nah, real. This, yeah. this is an hour and hour and 20 of the podcast now. We're at the late night part yeah, of, of it. Yeah, of course. We're, we're at the late time. We're at the late night part of it. Adults Yes, yeah, so it's section. the adults time. So you can go and have the same outcome and essentially your body's having the same reaction. It's the intimacy you miss and being yeah. wanted and being cared about and feeling valid. And I can tell, oh, I'm happy to say it. I've been in a this, that similar situation and what it gave me was a, feeling that I wasn't good enough yeah, and that there were problems with me and all those sorts of things. And I'd never had any of those problems before in my life, but it, it that simple thing can happen. And all of a sudden the last 10 years of your active life don't matter because for the last six months, that's all you can focus on. You feel yeah. unwanted and feel unloved and uncared about and unimportant and all that sort of stuff. So that's really important to understand that if you don't fix this, well, in 10 years' time, you're going to be worse at your job. You're going, you're going to, not, to be sad You're going to be still. sad. You're not going to be... Like, these things are You're not are going important. to feel fulfilled. And, I, and like, I, yeah, it's hard when it's your when it's your wife and, and it's a marriage. It's a hard one. I will say that I feel... Don't resent her for it, too. I mean... Until, uh, you've, until you've gone and done yes. what you need to do. Once you've talked about it and mm-hmm. you've expressed your needs and everything and... Um, I mean, again, you can't make someone do it, but I feel like if that person knows that this is important to you and they still don't try and make an effort for it, I think that's when you're kind of like, well, I need my, totally agree. I need my needs met. Like I'm important. I'm important too, yep. you know? So that's a hard one, especially it's the, when you're the married. emotional side of it. As yeah. I said, like it, it, sex is sex. It's not hard to find, yeah. but it's, but the connection and being wanted is tough to find. Yeah. So, so 
first and foremost, have the discussion, but have it from a place of we're tackling this together. together. Yeah. Um, because most likely they want to have sex more too. They probably have moments in their day where they think I want to do it more. Unless they don't. But they, no, 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 they, they, they don't want to normally. I this think, is hard for me to understand. Okay. So what I'm, try, what I'm trying <laughs> to say is they, they like, it's like saying that, um, I don't want to eat cheeseburgers anymore. Like you want to eat them, but your brain says that you shouldn't. Like the, the but pers- I need it anyway. But the person's probably... Th- yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. The person's but probably... That means having sex anyway. No, the, the opposite. person's oh. probably... this. The, the wife might be thinking, I wish we had more sex in our relationship, but I don't want to. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Why didn't you say that from the start? Because uh, it takes me a long time. That's so, so much easier to understand. Yeah. So, so basically, you need to find out why? Because they probably want to fix the problem as right, well. And okay. they might not know what the problem is. So check, is she on the pill? Is she on any other medication? Is there some mental health stuff happening? Uh, you might be helping around in lots of parts of the house, but if you've got kids, maybe she's particularly drained from dealing with kids all day. And Maybe can... there's something else you can do to help. And exactly that right. would make her feel like, ooh. Yeah and, and, yeah. and I think, and we'll talk about this in the future, but there are things you need to make your partner feel fulfilled in every part of their relationship it's not doing things for them it's making them feel valued and important that's the thing which makes them want to do things, do things for you for... but in it from a loving way not yeah. like a, I, have I have to, to do, do this it. yeah so you're feeling like you have to do the dishes or you have to take us on a romantic date yeah in order to get sex no no you give the romantic date because you love her and want to make yeah. her feel good and then she wants to have sex with you and maybe when they're if they're if if for whatever reason you are putting an expectation on it maybe that's why she doesn't want to yeah i know that for me i'm a stubborn shit and if i feel like i have to do something you'll know this yep if i feel like i have to do something i ain't gonna do it yeah i ain't doing it yeah just to literally maybe i want to do it i ain't gonna do it i'm yeah. just on the principle i feel like but i feel I, like over the course of a year there's something bigger going on oh 100 and you know what it is like i again never been in a seriously long 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 term relationship never been don't married it changes after a long time i guess it does mm-hmm. oh yeah i guess you yeah i i don't know i feel like for me like i don't i don't see I mean, I never want to say I, don't, I want to have sex every day for the rest of my life. I don't see that happening. I feel like that is going to be a time where, like, it does maybe calm down for me. Probably kids and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I don't see it coming down that much. Anytime soon. <laughs> or anytime in the, soon. In the near future. But if... So, I don't know if I could... Uh, sound you might really get sick. Good. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I just don't know in, if it was in, without all of those instances. I don't know if I could be with someone for a year and not have sex. I agree with you. Uh, so, I, th- I think, yeah, that's the important thing. And this one feels bro i understand yeah like it's tough um but you have to really figure out what it is that she needs i mean i know it's cliche and corny but as i've learned love languages is a thing i taught you them like she might not give a shit that you take her on a romantic date she might not care because about that's that. not how she feels that's love. Not how she feels love she yeah. might not care that you wash the dishes she might like that you um you know listen to her when she says oh they look really cool when she's looking at an ad on on yeah the internet and then you buy that for her and she's not happy that you bought that for her but she's happy that you listened to, to her to know that yeah it, it could be a, a bunch of different things she might she might like yeah uh, the, the, you don't know it's the a, only a lot way of to do it is to tackle it yeah. together i feel like obviously and be honest with each other yeah and don't again don't, don't fight. there's a way that you can don't go about fight. it yeah. but the first thing is is i don't know if you've spoken to her or not if you have that's 
it, it obviously hasn't changed. So she maybe, loves you and maybe, doesn't want to hurt you. You're married. Just had an idea. Maybe yeah. you can go to couples therapy counseling. Yeah, that, that can work too. Maybe that works. I don't think that would work for me, but like maybe it works for you guys. Maybe she feels like she needs a, a, a mediator or someone that she can talk to with you around. I don't yeah. know. That if this I'm, hasn't happened before, it likely just means that something fundamental has changed and that's what you need to you yeah. define the source of the problem yeah and if this and but as, as you as you've said in your thing i do this this and that for her and still don't get sex to me that's a little bit of a uh, because you, you're saying i'm doing all these things and i don't get sex no but maybe he's saying like i'm trying to do yeah. it i'm trying to make her feel good i'm trying to you know do things for her and i'm still not sure but what unless to do. she said I need you to take me on romantic dates and do all these nice things for me in order for me to feel like I want to be intimate, then you're kind of doing what you would like. Maybe he's not. Yeah, maybe not. I'm maybe just, he's trying to figure it he's out. Not his, again, not his specific situation. Yeah. This is in general. Yeah. We don't know the context. Yeah. Um, but you have to really understand what this person wants and what they need in their life to feel fulfilled and that intimacy is a result of that. And yeah. try other intimate things. Like it's not necessarily always like, okay, let's go on a nice date. Like on your way home, grab some popcorn from the movies and put on a movie and sit on the couch and, and bring that experience to your house and don't put any expectation on sex at all. Don't even try and yeah. make a move. Just, you know, like sometimes it's about being intimate in, in other yeah and at the end of the day if you've done all that if you've spoken to her if you've tried if you're this and i mean worst case scenario it's still not getting better she's still not putting in in an if you know effort from her side it has to be both sides but i feel like if that's not being met and there's just a a big wall of no it's not gonna happen i don't want to and maybe that isn't for you and i know that sucks because you're married yeah but i mean at the end of the day i don't know how old you are but you don't want to be yeah. 50 and still unhappy, 60 and still unhappy. And like if you're with someone that, that like doesn't want to get a job, right? Yeah. You would leave eventually because, you, you know, you, you're doing all the heavy lifting in that situation. If that's how you felt. Yeah, exactly. This is no different. It's something that you need in your yeah. relationship. Which is totally fine. That's yeah. just what I'm saying. But I do what think, you I want... think there's plenty of hope. There's plenty of hope. Oh, there is. 100%. Go, go and tackle the source of the problem. And we be all... her, hold her hand through it yeah. and be there for her through it because she probably has... Needs pl- you. Plenty of moments where yeah. she, she thinks, why? what's wrong with me? Why don't I want to have sex? Yeah. And, I, and honestly, it's, it's, it's most likely, most likely got nothing to do with this fella. Yeah. And everything to do with something else that's happening or a situation or a diet change or a lifestyle change or whatever. Help her through it and it'll, it's not only will that stuff eventually, hopefully come back, how much better is your relationship going to be because yeah. you figure that out together? Yeah. I mean, yeah. You, we don't know what way if what he's done what he hasn't done and what she's done if what she's if she's trying if she's not we don't know anything but good luck man (laughs) good luck good luck (laughs) that's it (laughs) um i guess that'll that'll do us we should do it again sometime i like like this this idea i mean let me know if you like it i like it i think this is fun like not fun like oh i mean you guys are going through a hard time but i mean like it's, it's fun good. for people listening. It's always nice to hear um, real situations for people yeah. because everyone that sent something in, that's great. I guarantee there's other people out there that are having the exact same problem. Yeah. Oh, I like that's, it. We're all, we're all people. We all have issues and no one's got the perfect life. Yeah. Well, I think we'll leave it there for the day, but thanks for helping me with that. I think I needed you for some of those questions. No worries. <laughs> um, and let me know how you're going you can't talk back to me but have a good night day wherever you are and listen to the next one 
and good luck. Good, good, you good luck. <laughs> Whatever you're doing, good luck. Have a good day. See ya. See ya.